What's up, everybody? Welcome to Building Our Power. This is Gabby and KT. And we're back with another episode. Hit us up at Building RPWR on all social media platforms. If you'd like to support the work we are doing in the city, we've been passing around waters. Uh, the little money that we did have been passing that around, uh, but we're out right now. If you'd like to donate to what we're doing, whether it be with filling up the community fridge, passing out flyers, redistributing money, you could do so. Link is in the bio. If, if you'd like to join us in Memphis, you can do so. Link is in the description. Before we get into the, the topics today, we got a lot to rant about. I just want us to just remember, you know, what is going on right now on the ground. You know, there, a lot of stuff going with celebrities, a lot of stuff going on on Capitol Hill, a lot of stuff going on, uh, you know, with politicians. But I want us to remember the people on the ground. Remember us, us who are struggling, everybody that's struggling. Um, I was on the Memphis Jobs page. You know, I'm always scrolling on there, just seeing what people are talking about with, you know, what the climate is kind of for workers. And, you know, a lot of people are looking for jobs. Um, this one lady, she said that her doctor literally told her that her body is breaking down that she needs to find another job other than these warehouses that she's been working for 10-plus years. But if you know anything about this city, that's all we got. So she's over here, like, panicking, like, what am I going to do? I refuse to work in a warehouse. And everybody's saying, well, there's this job, that job. Those jobs pay, like, $12, $14 an hour. It's not enough to sustain yourself. And that is pretty much... um, the climate that we're in. And, and I think even about, you know, people with disabilities. Mm-hmm. Like, there's nowhere to work in Memphis unless you're wanting to get paid 7 to $10 an hour. Um, even the people that do have jobs, they're working in warehouses with no AC. Imagine that for people who don't work there. You've been in a warehouse. Most of us have. Imagine this 102-degree weather in a warehouse, 10 to 12 hours a day, on your feet, five days a week. Yeah, and these are not small businesses. These are not uh, little bitty tiny companies. No, these are mass corporations, worldwide corporations, Amazon, Nike, DHL, FedEx. FedEx like, uh, yeah, they've got money to, to add AC to their buildings. Right, so, yeah, just just wanted to remember that, you know, um... Uh, Times ain't been easy for any of us. You know, there's GoFundMe's everywhere. People can't, people are near homelessness. The homeless are outside. Our cooling centers aren't open 24 hours a day. Times are just tough. Gas is up high. I want us to remember that when we have this conversation. Uh, the plight, the material conditions of us right now. Um, so are yeah. in hell. Yeah. Yeah. Literally, it feels like hell and we are in hell. Literally. Uh, yeah, so um, before we get started here, I just want to let you guys know that we did actually get a message from one of our uh, people who listen, and they they basically asked us to talk about this topic today. They said, a lot of people talk about the great resignation, and Beyonce just came out with Break My Soul, which tells her audience to leave their job. Is this what it looks like when working people are seriously moving towards change, and a billionaire celeb just slaps their name on the movement? Uh, so we listen to think, we listen to the song and uh I'm a big house head. I love house music. Um I was down with the beat. I lo- I love the beat, you know, it was sampled from another song. Right. 
Uh, but as far as just the beat itself, I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. Listen to the lyrics. Um, yeah. Uh, so a lot of people are saying this is, you know, she's paying homage to the great resignation. You know, she's saying she quit her nine to five because they got to work in longer than five. They're working her too hard. She let it go. Release yourself from the job, all this stuff. And a lot of people are saying, well, it's not literal. She's literally not telling you to leave your job. Okay, awesome. Um, but I, I don't hear her, you know, downplaying any of these accusations that it's in support of the Great Resignation. Even if you say, you know, it was figurative, it wasn't real or whatever. You know, she was just saying spiritually release yourself. It. This is not the time. This really isn't the time. Um, like I said, these are the working conditions of the people here. These are working conditions of us. These are the working conditions of you. How do you release yourself from something that if you don't do it, you'll literally be on the streets and dead? I don't need to hear a person whose bathroom is probably the size of my house telling me how to get through this. I just don't need it. And people are saying, well... What do y'all want them to say? Y'all want uh, musicians to talk about the issue? I don't want them to talk at all. At this point, I want money. That's it. Yeah, so um, my only thing is, like, I literally do not give a fuck uh, at all what a billionaire says. Like, I literally do not care what a millionaire says, let alone a billionaire. This lady's house is the size her, one of her bedrooms, I'm sure, is the size of my entire apartment, okay? I literally do not care. I do not give a fuck what Beyonce says. I do not give a fuck at all. And I don't think we should be taking advice anyway, if we are taking it literally. We should not be taking advice from these billionaires who, at the end of the day, isn't going to do anything to help you sustain yourself after you've quit your job. We got Beyonce over here exploiting people to get to the point where she is now. Or her boss is exploiting people so that she can get to the point that she is now. And where are we at? We're still over here being poor while she's capitalizing off of black queer people's music. Black queer people's uh, uh, musicians, Big Frida. Like literally, it just, it makes me sick. It makes me absolutely sick to see it being co-opted. The way it is, not just by some, you know, uh, little person in the big scheme of things. No, this gigantic billionaire person who is supposedly so radical. I don't fucking care. Shut up. At the end of the day, that's my thought. Shut up. You're a billionaire. Give me your money. If you don't want to give your, give me your money, I don't give a fuck what you got to say. That part. Yeah, I agree 100%. I feel like people... These they have these parasocial relationships with these people, but like guys, we have to remember, like like I said, her bathroom probably the size of my entire house. Yeah, they have how many houses? They have how many cars? Her jewelry probably take up KT's whole uh, apartment. Like there, there, there is no way that woman knows anything about what you and I are going through. What she did was. She saw what folks are talking about on Twitter. She saw the political discourse. Nobody really wants to hear no bling, bling, ting, ting. Everybody's struggling. So she's like, I'm finna 
market on that. I'm going to capitalize on that, and I'm going to sell some records. If it really was about uplifting the working class people, all of this music would be free. All these things she's quote-unquote selling would be given away for free, and all the concerts would be free. Title would be free. Every uh, thing that they own would be given to the people. Not only that, but, like, also, um, just to affirm what you said, like, Beyonce, she she literally has money, right? So do you, do you guys honest to God think that Beyonce came up with those lyrics? Do you honest to God think that she's the one writing these and doing the research behind it and understanding what's going on with people? Like, no, she doesn't. She's literally the singer behind the corporation. Beyonce is a brand, okay? It's a corporation. It's not just a person. Yes. So that just like everything else, corporations, what are they going to do? They're going to co-opt the movement. They're going to co-opt the, the language. They're going to co-opt every part of it. And they're going to regurgitate that so that you go back out there and buy their music and they make more money. That they, they, uh, $14. They say had some for, she was selling some for $40. How many, if you're making $10 an hour, you have to work four hours to um, buy that. To afford that. Um, yeah. But don't let the job break your soul. Um, so the NAP ministry actually uh, <laughs> tweeted about this. And you know the NAP ministry has kind of been under fire because they're literally, it's a privileged uh, person talking about, you don't have to go into work today. Take a nap. Right. You don't have to work all these hours today. Go to sleep. Go on vacation. We can't. We can't not go to work. Yeah. What do you mean? Take a day off and you're homeless. Take a day off. But that I need that check to pay the bill. Like, literally, I guess they, they don't understand. But anyway, they tweeted, my friend said I conjured the culture because now the grind queen Beyonce is talking about quitting jobs, no longer being overworked, and sleeping good at now. night. Glory, rest now, care now, resist now. No. <laughs> what? That, but that's what I'm saying. Like, this is what we're going to get into, though. Because even with this Roe v. Wade thing, these people get educations. These people read books. These people know history just for them to get all of this, this stuff in their brain and to funnel it through this neoliberal capitalist lens. You're telling me you're fighting capitalism by promoting that people rest. Okay. Who is doing the resting? And who is doing the working for when you rest? Who is cleaning up your house when you say, I'm not going to clean it? Who is watching your kids when you say, I'm not going to watch my kids? Yep. It's the working class people regardless. We don't get no days off. That's 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 pretty much what we're talking about. Since we're talking so, about the nap ministry, I say we just go on ahead and bring up uh, our our wonderful friend, <laughs> our great, amazing person that we just absolutely love. Our BFF, Brittany Cooper. You know, Brittany we go way back. Cooper. Brittany Cooper. I will never, ever, every time I get a chance, I will tell everybody. <laughs> that woman literally said, vote for Joe Biden or your grandmama will die from COVID. Do you want your grandma to live? Vote for Joe Biden. And people's grandma still die from COVID because Joe Biden didn't care about COVID. And after that, don't say nothing because Joe Biden isn't working alone. It's the Republicans. 
she is literally a tool of capitalism. She's a, I don't even know if she was ever a part of the working class, but she's a class trader. She's a, she's, she's not for working class black people. And she's only for, you know, her little, uh, bourgeois aspirations. So I'm going to read something because Danielle Thomas from Unfit Christian, I, you know, back in the day when we were talking about podcasts, she came on, um, I've like, I've loved seeing her growth as far as, you know, becoming politically conscious and starting to think about, you know, class consciousness, capitalism, and how these things are exploitative. You know, I'm seeing the change and, and we loving it, girl. Okay, so she posted something pretty much talking about what we were talking about, you know, about the hypocrisy of Beyonce putting this out, you know, when her husband is literally over here pushing crypto to folks in the projects. Um, so Brittany Cooper got on there. And uh, I'm going to not read everything she said, but I just want y'all to get an idea of, of the conversation. Uh, she said, I guess for me, when people begin with Beyonce as a brand and land there, then everything she does is problematic and exploitative. But I like to begin with her as a black girl artist. I see her as an artist and a black girl tapping into the zeitgeist, to the angst, to the exhaustion, to the frustration, to the way this world is soul-breaking. I see this song as trying to name that. It is significant. Departure from the flexes about upgrades or best revenge is your paper. All of which would be out of pocket as we face down recession, pandemic, etc. It was always out of pocket. That was me. Okay. And I'm sorry, but for the folks who read the release your job, I know grammatically it can be read as a command, but it seems like it could also be read as a slightly different tense, which is to say people are already releasing jobs, already letting go of shit or being let go by it. Okay. Then she says, y'all didn't say this stuff about Michael Jackson, even though literally none of us were born. And then she said, this is some shit we only do to black girls. And I do not think that this that a handful of black girls that enjoy obscene wealth in this empire, that they need to explain or justify it. Whoa. Okay. White folks first and after they spend millennia accounting for their ill-gotten gains. And then after that, black men line up and do it. And then folks can come talking to Beyonce and Oprah. Okay, so this lady, let me just let me just kind of paraphrase because that didn't really make sense what she said. She said that the white people, the white men need to be explain their wealth, and then the black man can explain their wealth, and then the black women can explain their wealth. All during this time when we're waiting for the explanation, the working class people are still over here working. That's what I'm trying to. That's what. That's what we have to remember when we're having all these theoretical, this theoretical shit. While you're saying this person has to, this person doesn't have to stop exploiting until the white man stops exploiting. We're, the working class is sitting ducks. And that's what they want. They want us to get caught up in discourse that we're never talking about the real issue, which is capitalism. And it don't matter who up there. It don't matter who up there. You are suffering because they are up there. Okay. Last paragraph. Until then, I think like the song or don't, but I think begin with Bay as an artist and not just a brand, as a person that tries to deeply be in tune with her audience. Interesting. And with feelings of these times, I think this song captures that in some way, and her being wealthy and a celebrity just doesn't change that for me. And I'll admit that I'm surprised to see this generational shift where folks think you can't speak about struggle unless you're struggling solidarity isn't about shared position but rather about understanding of shared fate on this planet okay 
That's the thing. That's the thing. That's the neoliberal definition of solidarity, of ally. I understand. I hear you. I see you. I, all these things theoretical, nothing material. I'm not going to change anything material about my life. But I see you. I hear you. I understand. Okay, so I went on there. And I commented. Okay. I said, if Beyonce really cares and is speaking towards the struggles of her audience, what are her and her husband doing materially to help us? They have billions, and people are out here not struggling with just one job. Some people are struggling with three. Anybody can catch a wave and ride it to sell records. But these people are deeply unserious and wouldn't encourage anything that would stop them from accumulating wealth. Brittany responded, you want them to be a two-person re- wealth redistribution system? I want America to redistribute wealth. This, that is appropriate. Individualist approaches are not. That's also why I don't want any white person's $25 cash shop as reparations either. Yeah, because you make, uh, you, you're worth $2 million. Um, it has to change at a structural level. Also, them two gave a lot of money on the low to social movements over the last decade. I know that to be true. Okay, so for this lady to even think that I don't understand structural systems. Okay, here we go. She don't know you. I mean, to be honest. All right, so this is what I said. Yes, if they're positioning themselves as down with the people, anybody that claims to be for working class people should be giving money away to working people, especially now. I'm for the destruction of capitalist systems altogether, which will always have black working class people at the bottom as long as it exists. But this change will only come with organization and education that needs to be funded by people with funds. What types of organizations were they donating to? Were they grassroots organizations working towards creating self-sufficient communities? Communities that wouldn't need to work for corporations to meet their needs? I'm sure they would never give their money to any organization challenging capitalist powers because their power and wealth would be at stake. Okay? And then she said, they gave a lot of money to many of the first wave BLM orgs, and they did so quietly without fanfare because they didn't want press. A lot of my organizing folks shared that info, but not for public consumption. (laughs) And I hear you on the rest. We just disagree about how to take down capitalism. I don't think individualists... Philanthropy is a solution, and philanthropy is the name of what you're proposing when we ask two rich black people to give their money away. Anyhow, let me keep to what I said earlier. Thanks for sharing your thoughts. So, and yeah, go ahead. I just, oh, I can't. I just, I can't. Because for her to call it, like, philanthropy like that just shows you anyway like how out of touch she is with what mutual aid and things like that look like anyway um and it just shows you how out of touch with the working class she is with the people that she's so-called apparently is speaking for as a millionaire with this feminist collective type shit that Mm. she does she is a professor okay who has a PhD, who has literally got to be rich with the amount of things that she's involved in, the the amount of things that she's been featured in, and things like that. Um, So for her to say philanthropy instead of redistribution of the wealth that they accrued by exploiting people. We can't put a name to it. There's no name to it. 
Like that's it for me. To, for her to say that, it just feels evil. It feels disgusting. Like it's like you saying you, as somebody who lives in a house who has access to running water and, and food and clothing and living your life, is out here doing philanthropy when you're giving homeless people ten dollars. Right. What the fuck is $10 going to do? And also her saying the first wave BLM organization. Girl, Girl. Those, are, those, that's, those are the ones that were doing the co-opting. What are you talking about? <laughs> Aren't those the ones who just got caught stealing millions of dollars Literally, from their own organization? And then people. Girl, <laughs> if I look up you and I look up Patrice Colors, I'm sure y'all did something together. Yeah, of Regardless, this is what I'm talking about. So she said that she does not agree with rich people funding the, the revolution. Where does she much. think the redistribution of wealth is going to come from is my question. She thinks America going to do it. She thinks America is going to wake up one day and say, we're going to give you some money. Where Where is America going to get that money? I mean, yes, we can remove it from the military and stuff like that. But if we're talking about, if we're literally talking about even just beginning it, even just to get started on quote-unquote grassroots movement, where are we going to get money? Wait for the government. Why would we wait on a government because when we it has want to, to be destroy it? No, no, no. We have to wait on the government so we can destroy it. We have to that wait on the no sense. We have to wait on the government to give us money and then we can work on destroying the capitalism. Now, there's as far as what we're going to do until then, we're just going to wait because we can't get any money and we can't organize and do anything uh, radically because you know that's just not going to work and we would hate for it to be a uh, philanthropy. You why, know what I'm saying? Why don't you just vote? Why don't you I think that's really what it's going to come to. <laughs> that's really what she wanted to say. She wanted to say that we have to vote them people in, and then maybe oh, they'll give us the money. God, there's people like her are just so, so terrible. Like, I can't say that any, I can't say how bad. But she, she's doing her job. That, that's her job. Yeah, that's neoliberalism. Her job is, holding to, is to LARP. As intersectional, she's not intersectional. How the hell you intersectional and working class black women? If you want to be about black women, working class black women aren't in the forefront of whatever the fuck you're talking about. If you're talking about oh whatever, before you even talk about Beyonce or whatever, let's talk about what the working class black people are going through right now, and let's see how that can be solved. America ain't giving a cent, so the quickest thing we can do is you giving some of your money, which you ain't finna do, and these rich people giving away their money. But you gonna go all all around and say how this ain't principled and that ain't principle just to ignore and just to to run away from the fact that y'all ain't doing shit and y'all ain't gonna never do shit that's going to actually help us girl Brittany cooper with all her fucking money and instead of her being out here fucking redistributing her own wealth to people that she obviously has been exploited to get to She's over here arguing on the fucking internet with us. About Beyonce. About Beyonce. That how is that how is that anything how is that gonna help people materially? Why are you why are you <laughs> writing think pieces about Beyonce? That's their job. Parasocial relationships are absolutely evil. Stop thinking these celebs are your friend. They don't know you. Beyonce's no. not going to kiss your ass. She doesn't fucking care about you. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that her, her job, it won't matter if it was Beyonce or whoever. Or whoever, yeah. Her I mean, job right. is to co-opt and neoliberify everything we talking about. The Great Resignation. That's when people were talking about the uh, 
general strike. That's when people were talking about how can we organize these things. We didn't have the resources to do that. But now, it, it has a title, Great Resignation, trademark. <laughs> and the liberals can say, I'm going to quit this job because it's not good for my mental health and all this stuff. And, uh, you know, they can sell uh, buy, uh, shoes and books and clothes off of it and all this stuff. And that's how we're going to do it. That's what her job is. They capitalize off of the great resignation that was supposed to be uh, the great uh, get away from Strike. capitalism. Literally. To sell a record. To, to sell a record. To sell uh, an article to you through the New York Times. Or to write an article on the CNBC so that they can get advertisement money off of you. And it just, like... It's it's crazy. It's it's ridiculous. It's it's ridiculous. Yeah, so um that's we're gonna shift because we're gonna talk about that Roe v. Wade thing. But I just want to reiterate, like academia is literally like think about this. Think about this. Think about you think about y'all and us, people who aren't in academia. Some of us may have college degrees, some of us may not. We were able to get books. Read books, listen to books, read history books, read autobiographies, and come to the conclusions that we came to, right? To these radical leftist conclusions. Yeah. These people read the same books. These people have more access to these books. These people have access to books that we do not have access to. These are the people that told us to read these books. To be honest, like some of these people said, recommended these books, and still didn't come to the same conclusion as us. Literally. They still, she'll, she'll recommend Asada Shakur won't come to the same conclusion because that's not their job. Their yeah. job is to get all these radical works, to get these, to get the history lessons that we can all look at and, and for ourselves see that it's not right and something isn't right. Their job is to take all that, use all the language, use all the lingo, and then convince us that neoliberalism, neoliberalism is right. They're taking the same information, putting it through a filter, and saying... Nothing's really wrong. You know, you just got to vote for some people. And that's literally what their job is. That's it. That's the job of academia. Because how in the world y'all coming to this conclusion? Did y'all read the same pages we read? Did y'all see the same struggles that those people went through that we saw? They did. So, yeah. Brittany Cooper, trash. She been trash. But that really was just like, girl, you are unserious. Just, I know she tweeting something about Roe v. Ray right now. Unserious. These folks ain't giving away no money. Anyways, Roe v. Wade just got overturned today. I, and I woke up to it. I didn't even believe Gabby. Gabby called me. First thing Gabby said was, Roe v. Wade got overturned. I said, no, it didn't. It's yeah. a lie. I said, yes, it is. She I looked, said, what? Yeah. My thinking, okay, so it took me a second to finally, like, actually think about it i was like why would these capitalists do this why would these capitalists overturn roe v wade what benefit does it give to them well think about it we're losing people daily through covid they need a workforce what can they do to get that workforce back that literally just died throughout covid and is still dying every single day Thanks to COVID. They can stop abortions. And so now you're forced to, to give birth. Yep. Stop abortions. Cut down on uh, trans uh, 
surgeries and access to medicine, you know, so that, you know, maybe eventually they can have children, which they can still have children regardless. Right. Uh... They said they're coming for same-sex marriage, which, you know, but, I mean, the intention is still the same, to to encourage heterosexual nuclear families so that we can get this workforce back on the road. And I want to uh, shout out all the white women that are crying today, all the white women that's going to be on the streets today. Uh, We see you, Susan. We see you, Karen. We hope y'all have a good time. Um, What y'all going to do after tomorrow? What y'all going to do after today? What's the plan? <laughs> I can't tell you. But what I can tell you is that, um, yeah, we we need to be, instead of being out here marching in the streets with our pussy hats uh, that we crochet together, what we need to be doing is redistributing the wealth that we may have accrued. So if you are white uh, and you have access to wealth, you need to be giving gas cards to people who do not have access to get to wealth so that they can go get abortions where they need to get abortions. If you are white, you need to be giving just money. We Just like we just said with Beyonce. Literally the same thing. Redistribute your wealth. You going out here and protesting is not helpful. Shit. Y'all, y'all protested when they when the first rumor about the Roe v. Wade thing came and then nothing happened. Nothing. It still ended up getting overturned. And what did we say? You have to make it happen. If they said that Illinois is the closest place to us, y'all need to be funding these women and these men, whoever, to Who go to Illinois. Yes. Need to be paying for their hotel stays, paying for the Greyhounds or the shuttles, whatever they're going to do to get there, and paying for the surgeries. Y'all literally live in these million-dollar homes with these Black Lives Matter signs, with this, in this house we believe in signs, signs, and all this stuff. Y'all own all this real estate around Memphis. Airbnbs. And what are you doing? And what, what are, are you doing? What are you going? You going to cry about it because why? Because it's just an inconvenience for you. Because, yeah, you got to go out of town now to get your little abortion. You can't go down the street. Yeah. Oh, whoop de doo But literally, next week, they're not going to be talking about it. They're not going to care. They're literally not going to care. They have the resources to get on a plane and hop in and come, and come back home. I mean, if we look at, like, pre-Roe v. Wade, that's basically what happened. And more women ended up, or more people ended up dying because they didn't have access to safe abortions, right? So there's always going to be someone, some doctor, some radical person that doesn't mind going against the quote-unquote law in order to perform abortions. But now it's going to be worse and harder for people to do it than it already was there's already black people black uh trans people black queer people black women people who literally didn't have access to abortion anyway who couldn't just go down the street even if there was a place down the street because it costs too fucking much so yeah Really redistribute the wealth. Run up your credit card. I don't give a fuck what you got to do. Give and even money. like that, if, even if you like, I don't want, I don't have enough to, or I don't want to be in charge of sending people to old Illinois. Y'all need to be starting some type of underground stuff. Literally, like I know y'all got basements. Y'all, y'all are married to doctors. Yep. Set some stuff up and get it popping. Open up your Airbnb or uh, get it like a doctor's office. Uh, however you need to do it, and bring in your little doctor friends. And just make sure y'all have security and this is everybody lip sealed and get it done. Like we're we're coming with up with all come these on, uh, ideas and these strategies. Just come on and do it. Come on and do it. But you're not gonna do it. 
because you don't care. And that's really what all this is about. All the tweets, all the blue checks, all the politicians, they do not care. I just said on Instagram, Joe Biden tweeting at us. Nancy <laughs> Pelosi talking to us. AOC talking to no, me. Wait, go Obama's back. talking to me. Wait, go back. Nancy Pelosi, what did she do? She read a poem. Nancy Pelosi reading us poems, lullabies. And these people literally can call the folks up right now. They can literally call up the Supreme Court Justice and be like, what, what did you do? Literally. Or literally be like, okay, do something about this, change it. They do not. They do not care. No, so, it's not that they don't care. It's that they won't. They will not do that. They're not going to because it does not benefit them yeah. financially for them to do that. Okay? It, and I want to go back to what you said, too. I saw somebody else on Twitter saying, white women don't care. They just don't care enough. No, it's not that white women don't care. It's not that these politicians don't care. It's that they already have access to it. It doesn't affect them. White people, it's not going to affect you. If it's you have money. If you have access to money, exactly. So it's not that they don't care. It's that it doesn't affect them. And actually, all. like we said, it's, it's a positive. This is a positive. Uh, not only is it positive for the workforce, it's a positive for uh, getting them donations. They already sending folks texts out talking about donate so we can get something done about it. And Election uh, cycles. I mean, yeah, election. That's, we already said that. The midterms coming. Yeah, they finna do the Roe v. Wade to get some votes or whatever. We already knew um, But thankfully, people are starting to wake up. And I'm really, really happy to see that more and more people are like yeah this was the last straw because y'all claimed that joe biden literally this was the only thing that it was hanging on by a string y'all say he was gonna do something about covid didn't do it y'all say he was gonna give us stimulus checks didn't do it y'all say he was gonna keep roe v wade and that didn't happen so now people are are um disillusioned great let's keep it going Stacey Abrams just posted something yesterday saying that, you know, the police officers are vital to the community and they need raises. They don't get paid enough. They need a living wage um, and all this other stuff. And she's never tweeted about living wage ever on her Twitter ever, except for when it came to the cops. And, uh, you know, people were saying, you know, don't criticize Stacey Abrams. Don't criticize her because, you know, she has to play the game. She has to play the game to get up in there. What's have to do with us? Is she not already in there anyway? Like to, to, to be the governor, she has to play the game. Here's my thing. Okay, I'm not in Georgia or whatever, but as far as the people that are in Georgia, now it would make sense if Stacey Abrams took us to the side and said, you know, I'm gonna make sure that y'all have monthly checks of five thousand dollars in your bank account. I'm going to literally myself go to these warehouses, burn them down. I'm going to make sure you can get an abortion anytime you want. I'm going to make sure that uh, capitalism is destroyed. Um, but first, I need to go over here and lie to these people real quick to get the votes, and then I'll do it. Okay, even then, I'll be like, I don't believe it. But, okay, maybe now you can make a case for me even caring about this so-called game. Okay, this woman ain't promised nothing. This woman ain't promised nothing that's going to affect us. She ain't promised shit. Only thing she said is, I'm not a Republican. And I'm supposed to be invested in the game. Here's my thing. I feel like she was one of those people, the reason why she got elected is because she was one of those people that really co-opted the language as much as she possibly could. 
And then once she co-opted the language, and you know, I don't, I didn't really follow her, so I could be totally wrong here. I don't even think she co-opted the language. Yeah, maybe, was. She, maybe she was just a, a black woman, and then they were like, okay, she's a black woman Democrat. Let's change it from red to blue. Like that could have been. Do you think that was that literally was it? That was literally it. Literally. Okay, so then why are we so surprised that Stacey Abrams is saying that? And why do we feel like she should be? She's our best friend, and we should be holding hands with her just so that she can play this game. It's it the blue checks. I'm it doesn't make sense. It's literally the blue checks that's over there. Like, <gasps> so y'all don't want her to win. So y'all don't. I work. don't give a fuck. Y'all don't want to win as but long as we get liberation. Check this out. This is how you know. Like even for us, we have time to sometimes go over and read and see what everybody's talking about. But who has time to care at this point? Who literally has time to even care about who's running away? I don't know who's running in Memphis. I really don't care. We over here trying to figure out how to find a hustle to make money. I literally could give two cares who wins. The only people that can give a care are people who have all this extra time to be obsessed about campaigns and all this other stuff. And that's how you can see how uh, out of touch they are with regular people, with working people. Because they think that we actually give a fuck about them winning some elections now. Like, that, that time was over. Obama's gone. Trump, like, we don't care no more because the alternative did just as bad. Like, it's over with. And I feel like I don't know exactly what strategy they're going to go with next. The shaming stuff doesn't work anymore. So I honestly don't know what they're going to do to be able to... Uh, I know what they're going to do. Galvanize the stuff. What? They're going to pay people off. Like they did with to get Joe Biden elected. They're going to pay people off. It's they, not enough. They will pay people off. Yes, it is. Come on now. We live in capitalism. Capitalism says you will do anything in order to survive. Okay? What can I do? How much can I pay this person to say, Oh, capitalism isn't so bad. Oh, yeah, pay off individuals. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. They're going to pay off individuals just like they did jo- uh, when Joe Biden was getting elected. They're going to pay people off. There was Brittany Cooper who got paid off. There was uh, somebody, what's the guy's name, Mondale, who got paid off, who was on Ben Dixon. Ben Dixon ended up getting paid off. Everybody got paid Everybody off. Everybody got paid off during that, during that election, last election cycle. And what ended up happening was, guess who got elected? But again, we're in. No, voting. but it's different. No, it's different you this think time. It's different? it's different this time because they just had. Ooh, Joe Biden will be better than Trump. You cannot have Trump in there. Trump, Trump, Trump. Okay, so we saw Trump. We saw Joe Biden. Nothing changed. Okay, so Trump coming back. I really don't care no more. We had Trump. Let's bring him back because. I, I literally, no, y'all aren't bringing us anything. Y'all, y'all promise all these things, and things have gotten worse. Yeah. But, you know, you did have a really, we're kind of going off on a tangent now, but you had a really good theory. And I think it's absolutely true if we look back on history. And it's like every 20 years something happens where it's like, okay, we're taking away these rights. And then we gain just an inch of progress. And people are like, oh, we're, we're progressed. When really we've just got back to what we were like 20 years previously before people changed things. Literally. And now we're back to that point and then some Republican comes, some fascist comes and messes it up. So then we need a moderate Democrat. And then that moderate Democrat ends up fucking shit up again. And so then we have to just keep doing that same cycle over and over and over. And it's like, when, when in our little pea brains do we have to 
finally get to the point where it's like, okay, I'm tired of this. I'm, I'm literally so tired of having to do the same cycle over and over. Like, are we seeing it? Or are we just so propagandized that we just don't see that? I personally think people are finally starting to see it. Either they're finally starting to see it or they're just getting disillusioned with the whole thing. Because we have seen, especially if like you're our age, born in the early 90s or late 80s, we've seen a lot. We saw the terrorist attack. We yeah. saw two economic collapse already. We saw the Iraq war, the war on terror. We saw... We saw a lot. We were at the end of the war on drugs. We have seen a lot. And we have seen that literally these politicians do nothing. We saw Obama. Obama literally was the only hope that we ever had. And he literally did nothing. So at this point, I feel like I'm seeing with my own eyes. They may not know what to name it. They may not know what exactly is the problem. But people know now, or people are starting to see now, that there is something wrong with this whole system. Everybody I've talked to, even people that aren't, like, you know, into it, everybody says now that, yeah, this system, something is wrong with it. We should not be working this much. There should not be billionaires. People are starting to see it, I think. Um, The... The the goal then is just to shift them to the right direction because, like I said, they will fall into the the Britney Coopers and stuff like that who will who will sop them back up and just say vote eventually. But yeah, that's why we're here. We're here to you know people are hopeless. We're here to talk to them and give them answers and show them how it can be implemented. What we can do, the steps that need to be taken. Um. Yeah. I agree with you. Um, but before we close up, I do want to give a really good shout out to um, two things. Number one, our episode on Democrats love abortion. Please go back and listen to that. One hundred percent, we highlighted why Roe v. Wade is uh, definitely a reason why they should overturn it and why they did end up overturning it and things like that. And then I also want to highlight your Aries Media on Twitter. Definitely follow her uh, on Instagram as well. She, today, we watched a live by her uh, in regards to Roe v. Wade being overturned. And she's really young. I think she's only like 21, 22. But she is so smart. And she, honest to God, gave me a little bit of hope here in regards to, like, the new people, the, the new class of radicals coming out. You know, we're old gays, right? So we're like... We're not that old. We're th- close to 30. So it's like one of those things, like, seeing her talk and just go through the same thing that we're saying now is like, wow. Yeah. And I feel like I feel like that's that's why I said I feel like there's... It's not, it's not where it needs to be. Mm-hmm. But there's definitely some change. Because when we first started talking out podcasts, there was nobody all the people we had was true. the young doggone Turks. And you know that was a mess. Real news, democracy now. There was nothing. So now more people. I see everybody. My timeline wasn't never nothing political. Folks was over there joking, talking about dark skin. You ugly, you fat. That was all that was on the timeline. People are now, have become radicalized. And I feel like if, if they keep on squeezing this thing, which I feel like they got some more squeeze in them, it's going to bust. And that's why they're they're trying to increase all these police budgets because they're gearing up for whatever's finna go down, whether it be increasing quote unquote crime, whether it be increase in riots, whatever it is. I was thinking about like okay, if we think about back to 
like when Roe v. Wade, like 1973, and we, we go like pre that, okay? We look at all the civil rights movement and stuff. My thing is, like, I feel like we're back in that little time period where we have a quote-unquote moderate Democrat, which is really just a, a right-winger, um, in office, and we're going to end up having to do some quote-unquote civil rights thing, and then we're going to get our product back. Like, I feel like we're, we're back right where we were. Like, in the 1920s, they had the flu, and then we're going up, and we're getting closer to the civil rights movement and things like that. Like, I just feel like... It's being replayed. Does that make sense? Yeah. So that's why I said that's why it's so important to get that history. I see so many people just talking out their ass, saying all this has started because folks didn't vote for Hillary Clinton. Like you do not understand. <laughs> you need to get the history of America. You did not get it in in history class. No. I promise you. That coach that taught you uh, and uh, was over there drunk did not teach you nothing about American history. You need to see that nothing changes in America. It's literally the same cycle over and over. Only thing that changes is technology. And now the destruction of the earth. And the words that um, they use, the names that they use, like everything, the the literal how it is set up is exactly the same. It's the same playbook. So yeah, so that's why it's so important for for us to part of the main part of political uh, education is just teaching history, just teaching what happened yeah. and what they did and what stopped them. And that's why we try, you know, every once in a while, give those little history lessons like we did with Gay Pride uh, last week because you see where it shifts. And it always shifts because you have a lot of people that are fed up and angry, but they do not have any purpose or any structure. They don't know what needs to be done, and they're easily swept up. And I feel I, I, I feel like that's not... I feel like if we're diligent and we just keep handling these people, we don't let up, we point out the contradictions, we own people ass when they start, we can lessen the, the blow. I know it's going to be one, but... I feel like we can just halt it a little bit. Maybe. I mean, yeah, but uh, we this has been a real long episode. And you're welcome, everybody. We <laughs> this is our makeup for uh, the June 14th. Right. Um, but yeah, guys, you tell us what what you think. It's a lot going on. Tell us some of your thoughts and feelings. Tell us if y'all have some uh structures, some organizations in your uh city. In your state that's doing stuff, we will definitely highlight them. We're going to look and see what's going on in Memphis um, to underground stuff and post it. And, uh, yeah, you can hit us up at Building Our PWR on our social media channels. If you'd like to contribute to the work we're doing, you can do so. Link is in the description. This has been Gabby. And Katie. And this has been Building Our Power.